Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mama, Harmony. Hi. Glad you remember. How are my you? Name. I'm good. How about I've you? I've said it once or twice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hope's here as well. Hi, Hope. Hi, I'm here. And okay. We've got high hopes. We do. We have high hopes. <laughs> Wait, Hope, you're or, not high, are you? <laughs> for a very no. good show. I don't want to get fired. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no we don't no. want that. No, no. Um, but we start with some, I mean, not necessarily bad news, just, but you know, sort of curious, sad. interesting. Does it make you sad? Yeah. Well, it, you I know, guess it I'm is. not good with change People, after 60 years. And neither are your fellow Minnesotans. No. This is my conclusion. And I don't know if this would be true in any market, but I do feel like here we have such a soft spot for our like longtime retailers. We still call Macy's Dayton's. Right. I just don't know if there are other markets like that. Tell us if you if you think there are 651-641-1071. But I have to say I was I mean, I knew people would react, but it was even beyond what I was expecting when uh, the news broke this week that Gabbert's is leaving the Galleria. Gabbert's is they, the foundation. Start, right? they, Ga- the Galleria was built around Gabbert's. Yeah. But the, the other part that, that was the I, whole point was that they were building a the Gabbard's family was building a mall to kind of drive traffic right. to their furniture but store. The other part that I can't believe that was 60 years ago, 60 years ago. That shocks and me. And did you know, I have to say, I'm not sure that I realized. I mean, I knew that Gabbard's was the foundation of the Galleria. But did you know that Gabbard's was previously downtown Minneapolis? No. Gabbert started downtown in 1946. Oh, I did not. And know then that. moved out to the farmlands of Edina in 1959. And did that's not, when the no, Galleria was I built. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I can't believe the Galleria is that old. Originally, Gabbert sold appliances. Yes, I read that. Yeah, in it Twin was a city's business. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a different kind of thing. So anyway, um, here's the deal. This has kind of been bubbling yeah, for quite a while. Rumors. So I don't know if everybody realizes, but Home Furniture, which H-O-M. is also yes, Home, home. which is also based in the Twin Cities, based in Coon Rapids, big company. They're one of the top fifty retailers. I mean, they are a larger operation than I think a lot of people realize, yeah. unless you've been in one of their enormous big box stores, and then maybe you know. Um, they bought Gabbert's, uh, in what, like about 2008, they've, they've owned it for a few years. Right. Um, being at the Galleria is not home style. They, they like big freestanding stores. They tend to own their own stores. They have been wanting for quite a while to build a new flagship in Bloomington, right where their existing home store is, but they had been biding their time waiting to buy up the the boxes next to them, the Golf Galaxy. And budget trucks. Yes. And it finally all the pieces lined up. So they bought those places. They're now going to raise all of it and create this just epically enormous flagship it's going to be their largest store. And when it is complete, it's going to be 206,000 square feet. So even bigger than That's the bigger one than they... bigger than your house. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be even bigger. A lot of places to sit in that place, oh, right? Yeah, um, good. Even bigger than their store in Little Canada. 
And when it is finished in 2020, Gabbert's will move under that roof along with their other brands. You know, they they started Dock 86 as the low price. Oh, and that's then, the whole, lo- that's the low end. That's the yeah. opposite. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's the low end. And then, um, you know, Home is sort of moderate. And then Gabbert's is their higher end. So but they'll all be together. Altogether, and their whole thing and the way that they feel their strategy to combat the internet is, I mean, they are doing, it's literally the opposite, right? Yeah. You know, building these enormous structures, but they think that, first of all, when it comes to furniture, people still want to sit on it. I they agree. want to touch it, yeah. feel it, you know, but because they are such a big enterprise, they can do a lot of private label. They can have a lot of different SKUs, you know, a lot of colors, a lot of products, and they offer free delivery. So oh. it's like you get the benefit of trying it out, but you get the conveniences that you would get online. So and that's their strategy. Also, they'll also have design services. Sure. So yeah. construction starts May 1st. Mm-hmm. And then, so Gabbard's is not leaving the Galleria now. It's not right. closing now, yeah. but they announced it because I think because they're going to have to close that home store in Bloomington and start this huge construction project. They announced it um, this week. So and and interestingly, home did reserve the possibility that they could do something with their space at the Galleria. That they still have options on that space and that they could possibly do something else. What would they do? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't don't think it seems likely, but I think they recognize the value of that space. Well, I was just going to ask you that. That is a huge space. Yeah. So what would you do? You as a Galleria shopper. Yeah. What I was going to ask you is, do you think, do you envision it being one big store or broken up into a whole well, bunch of I other little stores? I think this is sort of the ongoing question with so many of the vacancies around town right now. Think about Uptown. Yeah. You, that Victoria's Secret space on the corner, yep. just standing there empty. Now you've got the North Face space standing there empty. Columbia, yeah. we know, is going to be yeah. a salon. But, you know, same thing downtown. You've got the the um, Sports Authority space and all these giant spaces. I just don't. Th- and uh, why? Mall of America, Sears, American Girl, all these giant spaces. So, there just aren't the that many Galleria. retailers building at that at that size. OK, but at the Galleria. Wouldn't that be a good spot for Nordstrom or Saks or Neiman's to try again? Oh, listen to you. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine Nordstrom wouldn't build a store right near the Mall of America. America. No, I think Nordstrom is very pleased with their Ridgedale and their Mall of America. You know, I mean. Oh, I can't. They're not coming back. No. They're done with us. Don't you think? That, that is a fun idea, but I, mean, but I think I just, if there's any place that could mm-hmm. house, a, you know, an upscale department store like that, right. it would be the Galleria. Yeah, what I do you guys think? What would you like to see? What would you put? You're the leasing director. You've got that whole she's got headaches is what she's got. two level space. You know, we had people, I had people writing on Facebook about how they remember going downstairs at Gabbard's to get hot, hot chocolate, chocolate and cookies. Oh, I, I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? What would you put in that space? Um, I, you, you know, 651-641-1071. I hate to think of it or imagine it as a whole bunch of more little stores because I don't think it'll work and they'll just, they'll be open for a while and then they'll close. It just, it needs something bigger or more special. I, I, I see. And I, I mean, a bowling I alley. How's that? Well, 
Um, you know, our activities are where it's at. Um, I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if it's another restaurant. Oh, that's going to be a big restaurant. Well, I mean, or it could be, you know, a couple of things. It could be like a couple of stores and, you know, a, a restaurant, too. You haven't talked to Jennifer Smith, who's the leasing director. I, they, they aren't talking. She probably doesn't want to talk to they anybody are, they right aren't, They now. aren't. Um, they they can't they, talk about they've it. They've known about this. For a while, too, though. Well, I mean, I think the writing has been on the wall with, you know, home has been hinting. I remember I did a big story about home furniture and their strategy, um, actually, for Twin Cities business before I re- oh. actually worked at Twin Cities business. I did it as a freelance piece. Um, and that was probably in 2015. And even then they were hinting that, like, there was a possibility yeah. that they would move Gabbert's because they were moving to this model of having all of their brands under one super duper Because there have been rumors for a yep. long time. Yeah. Yeah. About this happening. So, so, but the but the reality is they still have that lease, and so from the Galleria side, they're not gonna. They can't speculate. They legally they right. can't. They oh, won't yeah, do that, that even sense. if they'd like to. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, but it is. I mean, it's it's fun to think about, but it's increasingly. Um, challenging, especially when you think not just about one center, but just all of these big centers and all of these big shopping districts that have the same problem. These giant places, empty shells. And what is all of it repurposed for? I mean, and how did this happen? Is it all the Internet? It's all the online shopping that has I, caused all of it. I mean, oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of it is just a complete change in the way we shop. And mm. how, yes, absolutely. Did anyone have any good ideas? Hope I saw the lines lighting up. Yeah, we had a few callers. Um, one suggestion was Barney's. Oh, oh yeah, that would yeah. be great. Oh, and then I think Harmony you suggested, and another caller said Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, like a boutique sized. I mean, that would be. I mean, it's a very cool idea. Yeah, a, a, a mini Bloomingdale's oh, come back and I do it, it right. Yep. A mini Saks. I love that idea. It's well, good. We'll have to talk to you. You should pitch that. See okay. if you can arrange that. But okay. I mean, Barney's or even like Barney's Co op. Yeah, I mean, oh, Barney's Co op. But they've would be closed great. a lot of those too. I don't know. Maybe nobody's wearing clothes anymore. All right. We'll keep working on it. We'll try to get so, it all figured out for along you. Along with closings, we should. Oh, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, we, we've got to take a break. We're going to take oh, a break. Okay. So if right. you want to say, what do you want to talk about when all we get back? Well, we'll talk about Payless Shoes. Yes, closing. we will. Okay. We'll talk about that next. We'll be right back with more Shop Girls after this. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, where you can be sure we'll catch you up on all the retail headlines and shopping news for the week. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We were talking at the top of the show about the news of Gabbert's moving out of Galleria in 2020. And Kathy has been patiently waiting to uh, share a comment. Kathy, do you have the answer for Galleria? What do you think they should do with the space? I think they should have a more upscale um, bridal shop along the lines of, uh, uh, you know, Kleinfelds or whatever, and that maybe they take some of the space and utilize that to have, let's say, tastings, like cake tastings, for instance, for the brides who are shopping there, so that it's bringing all those brides to a specific place, but... um, Oh, so you know, every, I, I everything just, that goes with look it. Look at you, you mean, Kathy. Not, yeah. You're just like, yeah. Cre- yeah. 
And then the shop girls yeah. could just have a permanent spot and we could just talk about mother of the bride dresses yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's and a that great idea. Another one, by the way, mother of the bride. Just a, I just, my son got married two years ago. It was so hard to find a dress that I just love. It would be wonderful to have a mother of the bride. Five. Just a whole yeah, store. Absolutely. That's a great that. idea. Thanks, Kathy. I mean, you know, she has a point. If there's yeah. one industry that you can rely on, it's weddings. You know that people are going to keep getting married. Right. And, and they're going to the keep having weddings. I mean, to have an upscale shop like yeah. that with yeah. all the trimmings, that's if a good idea. If you have other ideas, please keep sharing. We love hearing them. And I and you know I'm going to end up doing some sort of uh, roundup online, too, at TCB Mag and in my blog. I'm working on that right now. Um, love to speculate, right? Because yeah. um, then you can look back and say, look at I was right i was right yeah. or not or and then you just it. right exactly <laughs> so you can always call us at 651-641-1071 on the socials it's at ally shops and at harmony kaplan and feel free to always send us an email whether it's about this or any other shopping and style issue by going to mytalk1071.com and clicking on the shop girls page you can message us right there well as you alluded to mom there was yes. another another um, closing another, yeah well, uh, not bankruptcy, but just an well, announcement they had that, done that this is sort of a while weird. Back. Yeah. Um, Payless had declared bankruptcy a while back, but they are closing all of their 2,100 stores in the United States and all of them. Puerto Rico. All now, of them. What is, what was, I don't know that this would have caught my attention if not for the crazy stunt that Payless pulled just oh, a few weeks ago. Right, Remember, right. it was like in December? Yeah. And we talked about that and it made huge headlines yeah. because it was so, this was where Payless opened a pop-up shop called Palessi. Yeah. <laughs> and invited a bunch All of the influencers, influencers. Yeah. and had what were actually Payless shoes yeah. that sell for 20 bucks, but asked the influencers, you know, to speculate what they thought they were worth. And mo- many of these, oh, you were, know, they Instagram people, they, they, they yeah. said they would pay upwards of $650 yeah. for these shoes. And we're going on. And the whole idea was that Payless was going to do an ad campaign with all of these fancy fashion people saying like, oh, I love this. I love Which this. I and loved. then be- I right. loved the whole thing. Right, right. But what I found the most interesting this was an uh, an article that i was reading in fast company and they attribute it to fast fashion dying off and i thought that was interesting that they think this is just one more sign that um there's a shift in consumer behavior mm-hmm. uh, because according to them they say people are moving away from poorly made inexpensive fashion items that for decades you know people have gone to h&m and forever 21 and you know all of these clothes that they could wear a few times and then get rid of them and not worry about it mm-hmm. but according to fast company they say the fast fashion brands are on a decline and that Payless would you know be one of those I don't, I mean, I, this has been a discussion for a while yeah. now, and I don't know that the idea of affordable fashion is going away, but I think that it's got to have a really strong brand position. I just read another article. I'm trying to think where did we have this on our schedule this week to talk about why Zara is doing so much better than H&M right now? No, we didn't. Okay, where did I read that? I don't know. Gosh. Maybe made it up. No, I I didn't make it up and I didn't write it. I read it. I read it. But it was just talking about like, you know, I mean, 
all the things that Zara does right and making it feel like a real fashion experience and and you know really on trend and even ahead of More the trend and creating a, yeah creating a, an environment well, and H and M kind of being a little more traditional in the way they do things and it's just not connecting well, anymore. What they're saying is that consumers are kind of tired of this, partially because it's environmentally unsound mm-hmm. and that brands, some of the shoe brands, like they give the example of Allbirds and Rothy's mm-hmm. are high quality. They're eco-friendly, they're durable. And those companies are really thriving mm-hmm. right now. So I don't know. I, I mean, I hadn't really thought about that, that, that these companies are kind of losing favor. Well, I mean, I just think, I mean, gosh, Payless. It's never been a fun experience. It's never been fun to walk in there. No, and, I don't even remember the last time I was in a Payless. I mean, there might actually have been things that you would want, but it's like they weren't doing anything to entice us to go there. Yeah. And that whole stunt they pulled seemed like, well, maybe they're going to start doing that. Maybe they're going to show us, like, look at how cute yeah, these things are. Funny, but I think but- also, like, we have, I mean... I don't know. DSW feels like a more powerful opportunity and has brand name shoes. Well, that's a whole different. It's kind a whole of right, but I think people like that model better. I think yeah. people like. I don't know. Am I wrong? Tell me. Correct me. But I, I, I think people would rather think they're getting a good deal on brand name merchandise where yeah. they sort of know the value as opposed to something that know just that feels kind well of cheap. And, and hey, here's yeah. another thing. I mean, Target continues to do all of the fashion categories better. Target has some really cute shoes. Yeah, and I I, yeah. I mean, there are so, so many times where I, in my office, see people wearing adorable little booties or something and I ask them where they got it and it's Target. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's a factor too. I don't know. So but anyway, yeah, they're closing all, all 2100 stores. stores. So that whole advertising stunt, that whole I thing know, was just for sh- Shame, because well, maybe well, that and part here, of the I'll company give you just, didn't get this, the message from the other. Part so the please remind yourselves, and I'll tweet it out um, on on Monday. But our in our March issue, our branding columnist, in, this is in Twin Cities Business, Aaron Keller. His March column, which we're going to push live early because of this news this week, um, is about the stunt, about the Palessi stunt. Oh, really? And oh. he, his take on it as a branding expert was, it was dumb. Oh, and really? I was so surprised because I'm like, oh my gosh. And we were talking about yes. how funny and how ingenious and, oh and it was kind of fun to see the influencers squirm. And his take was, why was it dumb? what there, this wasn't doing anything to drive people to pay less. It wasn't making it well, seem more appealing. Except I thought the idea was that in a way it did yeah. because people are seeing that these are really cool shoes and they look good and yet they really are inexpensive. Um, yes. I'm going to have to talk to they did. Well, that. exactly. And I'm not saying, I mean, this is one opinion, yeah. but his opinion was that it kind of missed the mark and that he actually thought they did themselves a disservice by p- focusing on this price discrepancy, which was so enormous. People saying these shoes are worth $650 yeah. when they sell for 20 that it actually could 
have the reverse effect and make, make people think like, well, how are they selling him this cheap? Who's actually making these shoes? Where are they coming uh, yeah, from? Well, and that, it, and then it, that goes back to what, what Fast Company is saying. Exactly. People don't want to do that. Exactly. And pe- and we know that the trend is, and especially among younger consumers, they care more and more about where things are made, yeah. how they're made, the whole mission right. of the company. A company like Payless is completely out of step with didn't, that. For a short time, at least, didn't Christian Seriano design some shoes for Payless? I'm almost sure he did. You might be right about that. I think that. I am. Yeah. yeah, I usually am. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, hey, two um, two deaths to note this week. One local and one not. James Dayton, really yeah. acclaimed. And lovely um, tribute to him in the Star Tribune. I, I mean, he did even more than I realized. I mean, I didn't realize that he had worked for Frank Gehry and some of the projects that he was involved in. But locally, he he died unexpectedly this week at just 53 53. years yeah. old. Um, but, you know, he designed The Bachelor Farmer. He he designed restaurant Alma and Lynn Hall and so many spaces yeah. in town. He even designed shoes at one point for, um, I think for Alan, uh, Alan Edmund. Edmund? yes. Um, just a really, a real talent. Um, so he's also on the cover of the new issue of, uh, Minneapolis St. Paul's home and design magazine. Oh, so is just, that right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so really sad news. And then nationally Lee Radswell. Oh, Died yesterday. Jacqueline Kennedy's sister. Yeah. What do you know about Lee? Do you have... Oh, she was a a lovely woman. She was very high society. I think she always, to some extent, obviously lived in her sister's shadow. But they were Were they close? close. Yeah, very close. They used to go during the presidency. She went on all kinds of trips with her. And, you know, I've Mm -hmm. seen... You know, lots of pictures of that. She was she was definitely a major part of New York society. Huh? Did you know that her first name was actually Carolyn, but she went by Lee? No, I yeah, didn't. Lee was her that. middle name. She was eighty five years old. Yep. So anyway, a lovely tribute tribute article. And wow, was she a stylish person? Oh yes. Um, yes. in Women's Wear Daily, and we'll post that on the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. We'll be back with more news and style right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, his ears were buzzing. Literally, we were talking about Aaron Keller, founder of Capsule Branding Agency, and of course, also a columnist yes. for Twin Cities Business. Let's not bury the headline there. No. Um, and talking about how his column in our March issue, which we're going to, to push live uh, very shortly, um, talked about the Payless stunt, the Palessi stunt, which we thought was very amusing and funny, right. he says was not a great move. And what do you know? Payless is closing all their stores. Yeah. So, Aaron, you want to say I told you so? <laughs> I, yes, I'd like to. I, I'm not one to say I told you so. It's not my phrase. But, but you know, it is it is fascinating how it did uh, come so quickly Yes, uh, to that point, right? Yeah. I so explain you can, I, I tried to summarize, but my mother was not convinced. So you see in uh, if you can quickly convince her why Payless kind of put their money in the wrong place, why that wasn't the right stunt, even if it got national headlines. Yeah. OK, I'm well, listening. Yes. Yeah, so it could have been, you know, you could say it was the audience that actually was watching and listening to that may not have been their audience. That is a, a great possibility that oh. the people that actually saw the stunt, right? right. Um, the people that are 
in marketing are the people that are maybe not shoppers at Payless in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as we talked about it, as I was working on the article, the other piece that came to light was that um, they were making fun of influencers. So you could say their audience might have enjoyed that a little bit. Um, but really where they put it, should have put the dollars into producing higher quality shoes or <laughs> higher quality shoes at a higher price that people actually valued so they could have more margin and not have to face bankruptcy. But if they, <laughs> but if they did higher price shoes, then aren't they defeating the purpose of who they are supposed to be? Yeah, they do have a, they do have a challenging name as they say pay less. Yes. You know, they start off already saying it's going to be the perhaps the cheapest shoes you can buy. Maybe they could have um, changed the name to pay a little less. Pay a little yeah. less. <laughs> pay a little more. It's <laughs> a thought. Pay a, pay a good price. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it might have been from the beginning the, the challenge of the name itself. But it's a, it's, it's a challenging category in general, shoes. And they're, I'm sure dealing with DSW has been a fairly fierce competitor against them. Um, and, uh, and probably sucking a lot of the oxygen out of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they have a small footprint and they're in malls, which are also challenged, right? We're not going to malls anymore. I th- right. I mean, I that's think that's part, part of it. That's what we yeah. were saying that it just, they just feel like they're from a different decade, the wrong Location. decade. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say this here, and this is kind of funny. Um, we just got a tweet from Meg who says that the Payless closure is kind of a bummer for her because she's enjoyed them as one of the places that sells wide widths. And she says, get the, you'll enjoy this, Aaron. DSW stands for doesn't sell wides. (laughs) (laughs) See, everybody's got their own outlook on it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got their own perspective on it. That's interesting. Yes. Well, well, Aaron, as always, visionary in your predictions. Oh, you're too kind. (laughs) And the other thing is, we're really happy that we know at least one person is listening to us. That's right. <laughs> Thank That's you. Right. Tell your friends. I love your show. Aaron show. Keller. We'll put a link up um, this week We when we get his, his column posted uh, shortly at tcbmag.com. So check that out and uh, get his take on why stunts are not always the right move. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay, Mom. What uh, what was what's next? Oh well, you know, New York Fashion Week was kind of winding oh, that? up and all that. Yes, indeed. But, I mean, it, there were just a couple things that were interesting, and this one was just it was just funny. There was Barry Manilow out of the blue, <laughs> right? Ending the Michael Kors Fall 2019 show. Uh huh. They had this whole collection that was sort of Studio 54 inspired, you know, disco kind Mm -hmm. of glamour. And there was Barry with Bella Hadid and Fran Summers, another model, dancing and singing Copacabana. Oh, my God. And he I would have been so excited if I had been there. I know. I mean, it was just a fun surprise. And besides that, he was wearing an orange jacket. That was bedazzled, they said, in rainbow jewels Mm -hmm. for his runway debut. Obviously, it must have been made by Michael Kors Design Collection. Mm -hmm. Um, Here was my favorite. Harper's Bazaar wrote, Nobody asked for a live Barry Manilow performance of Copacabana at New York Fashion Week, but sometimes the universe sends us a blessing we didn't know we needed. (laughs) 
I love that. And I, I also, one of the other articles, or maybe it was that same one, was saying that, you know, by the end of the show, it really didn't matter. And who cared? She just couldn't get Copacabana out of her head. She was right. singing it forever. Right. Well, I mean, there is that aspect of it for Michael Kors. Is it like when you have nothing left to say in fashion, you just call on Barry Manilow? Call on Barry. I didn't know he was really still singing much. We saw him not that many years oh, it ago. Is too many years. And is it really? Yeah, it is. And he's also had a few throat issues and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, to be honest, and I love Barry Manilow. He mm-hmm. Manilow. He does not sound like he did, but I I really didn't know he was out there performing. Um, so, but you do know you did see the pictures of him with your friend Bella Hadid. Of course. Yes. Yes. There she was. So they're very close, obviously. Yeah. Yes. At least during dance numbers. Okay. Um, a lot of yeah. orange in the collection, though. I yeah. Mean, he he matched lots of grays, blacks, and then orange. Yeah. Well, kind of interesting. Okay, okay um, other, other Fashion Week highlight. Yeah, the other thing was, you Another know, throwback. we've seen a lot of, you know, Christy Brinkley's been out mm-hmm. there, and in the past we've seen Naomi Campbell and all that. Christy Turlington, yeah. or as she's now known, Christy Turlington Burns, you know who she's She doesn't to. use Burns, oh, yes, she does. does she? Yes. Oh, she she's married to Ed Burns. Right. Yeah. And she um, walked the runway for the first time since the 90s. Wow. Which is really quite uh, a major mm-hmm. coup for Mark Jacobs. Ads. I mean, she's done some ads even with her husband. Yeah, but it was her first catwalk in over 20 years. Yeah. Um, and she was, she ended the Mark Jacobs show in a black feather cocktail dress and black leather boots and a matching fascinator in her hair. Um, so this was she just looks, a she's month. She's beautiful. Yeah, it was a month after turning 50, which doesn't really sound that old to me. Um, but she, well, it doesn't, but anyway, she explained on Instagram that she decided to do it because she said, I turned 50 this year and having arrived at a place where why the F not is the answer that comes up when I ask myself questions. But her 15 year old daughter, Grace Burns also played a part in her decision. She said, um, she said, I have a 15 year old daughter who I desperately want to see and hear me. And this is a medium that speaks to her. Huh. So she, you know, decided that this was time to um, do this. Well, so. she looked beautiful. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. And, and also, I mean, she is so, I mean, she's so just naturally beautiful that she looks, she looks so good without makeup. Yes. I mean, she, she, she looks, any. I mean, I know she does have makeup on, but she looks like she doesn't. Yeah. Very, very I, pale lip and no jewelry, just hair pulled back. Beautiful. Yeah. We'll put a link nice. up um, on the shop girls page. How did you feel about um, Alicia Keys speaking, speaking of no makeup about well, Alicia you know Keys funny? at the I'm Grammys? I'm kind of used to her without it now. I, I have to say when I see pictures of her with makeup, it does tell me why we wear makeup mm-hmm. because you can be beautiful, and I think she is. Mm-hmm. It just enhances what you already have. Yes. I also felt as the show went on, she looked like she had a little more makeup on. She didn't have eye makeup. But I don't know, somehow, maybe she just got more flushed as the evening went on. I don't know. But she, I didn't love that, I, and I felt like she kept it on for a long time, that kind of one? like the black, almost like robotic. Oh, I didn't know, like that one either. I just didn't think it was very flattering. I loved all the other things she yeah. wore. Yeah. And the red dress that she but wore I just she kept every arrived. time she kept appearing in that black spacesuit thing. I was like, "Isn't it time for a costume?" Yeah, change? no, that one I didn't love. But when she was playing both piano, oh my and god, all of that amazing. But we can't talk about that the whole thing with the Grammys without talking about Michelle Obama and her mother. 
Oh in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Lori mean, talked about that. Yeah. Julia talked about it this that week too. That was yeah. the best because yeah. her mother said, "Oh, did I you saw talk to you? I saw you on the Grammys," and she said, "Well, I told you I was going to be on." This was tweets that were yes. going between them, and she said, "Well, no, Gracie told me," and so I watched. Did you see any real stars or did you run out of there? <laughs> did you see? This is Michelle Obama's yes, mother. Yeah. Who got saying, the biggest applause, bigger than Lady Gaga, than right. J-Lo. First, and her mom's like, did you see any real stars? Yeah, did you meet anyone? first lady, <laughs> wife of the president. Oh, but yeah, her we mother. We all need our mothers to, to keep it real. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Absolutely. It was text messages that yes. they were exchanging. Yeah. And then Michelle posted it on her Instagram. Yeah, she couldn't resist. <laughs> and I also love, because she said to her, and it wasn't necessarily on the um, Instagram post, but in the text, she said to her, I am a real star. It's like she has to convince her mother because if her mother doesn't believe it, it isn't true. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I just thought that was very funny. Yes. And it was a good show too. Um, I, okay. Back to um, fashion week for one second. I will, we'll post this story too. Harper's Bazaar did a nice job of rounding up like the top moments. And we talked about Christy Turlington. Um, She wasn't the only legend. I mean, it was kind of a seasoned of legends. We talked about this a little bit, but um, Christy Brinkley closed Ellie Tahari's 40th anniversary show with her daughter. Um, or was that at a different show? I think that was a different really? one. Really? When she walked in more than she, one? That was after, it was, it was, af, it was later in the show. She yeah, closed the, it herself. Yeah. Yes. Um, Patty Hansen, who was the inspiration behind Michael Kors' 70s collection, um, he closed the show, I guess that must have been before the Barry Manilow moment oh, or maybe. after, I don't know, yeah. in sort of a um, big, dramatic, like hooded, caped, piece again kind of orange and sparkly okay um a lot of color lot of color and kind of a whole new generation of rising stars names you probably haven't heard of but 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 will um included our bat shiva um kate spelled k-h-a-i-t-e um marina moscone and area so, I mean, all of okay. these names yes. to look for. Um, and then dogs. Leela Rose goes to the dogs. Did you see these pictures? No. At the Leela Rose show, they had all these adorable dogs walking with the models. Well, it was, so, you know, the same time as the Westminster dog yes, show. So yes, yes, yes. Sense, um, and also Lil Kim did a oh. surprise runway performance. Was she dressed? She, kind of. I she mean, her... She was in a jumpsuit and it was a deep cut V. It was kind of gold craziness, long sleeve, but she looks so smushed. Her <laughs> boobs are like, I mean, I, I want to get out. I don't even know how she yes. got the notes out because yeah. she looks so I'll we'll post this on the shop girls page okay. as well. So you can check that out. All right. We will be right back with whose look is it anyway, right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Gosh, things are just flying today. No. But it is that time in the show. We've been talking about a lot of uh, fashion statements, um, not all related to clothing, but we do have a few. We want to pick them apart. We want to look at them from all angles so we can say, whose look is it anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? So do you remember wearing barrettes 
when you were little? Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, they were cute. Do you remember oh, when yeah. you used to do my hair in the morning? Of course I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I would still do that for yeah, you. Yeah. I sat on a little stool yep. and you would come in and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And we had sure, a lot of barrettes. Yeah. I had butterflies. Yeah, yeah. I had and little you, balls. I feel like little Hello Kitty. <laughs> and then, just... then for a while, we would like make those like weavy things that were like that were sometimes friendship bracelets, but I would wear them in the hair oh. and then like have those little strings hanging <laughs> down. It's gorgeous. Remember doing those. Gorgeous. You must have done that yourself. Maybe at camp. Uh, maybe. Um, well, barrettes for grownups mm-hmm. are a new big beauty craze. I mean, I feel like every couple of and years they tell us that hair accessories, whether it's a tiara or a barrette or some kind of... I would like tiaras to come back. I'd like to wear my tiara. Really? Yeah. I'd like to see you wearing your tiara at Target. I can my wave. Let's start my... an Instagram handle, tiaras at Target. Oh. It could be like a whole thing. I think there'd be a lot of people Hope, that would, would do that. would you be willing... I would take over. I would take, snap some photos of Harmony doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> you would have to participate. Oh, I have to would participate? You, yes. Uh, we couldn't convince you to go to Target in a tiara? No, I would do it. Okay, thanks. Sure. <laughs> we can do it together. You're like an but improv I, But actor. I'd rather Come be, on. I'd rather have Harmony do it. Oh. Since she actually has a tiara. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't we all? Yes. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> well, anyway, it's barrettes that we are talking about right now because they seem to be a big thing. And they're not, you know, like the little plastic ones. They're pearl and they're kind of rhinestones and, and sort of more grown-up ways to elevate your hairstyle and they show some even like um when you have a ponytail like a low ponytail and to have like a they show one with a starburst um barrette that's fastened right at the top of the ponytail Mm -hmm. so um there are many of the you know so-called influencers that are out there and all and are wearing some with that are in precious jewels some that are fake precious jewels but it's one of the new hair looks. So okay. do you think you're going to be rocking that? Well, I mean, I think this is not, this is just more about your hairstyle. And do yeah. you have enough hair that you're putting it into? But the way uh, you wear your hair, there are times mm-hmm. you could wear a barrette. I'm not really going back to barrettes for myself. Okay. I don't feel like that is a move that would be in luck. my best interest. No. Mm, maybe but not. I think that if you are a person who frequently wears your hair up, then fun. Just a new, different way to it mix it up. It better than putting bobby pins like I see some people wearing. You're not. Why are you so negative on bobby well, pins? What did they do to because you? Because I've seen, <laughs> I've seen plain bobby pins. Plain bobby. Well, they're pins. just not attractive. Oh wow! Is yeah. all I'm saying. God, don't offend my mother with your plain <laughs> Please, bobby pins. Get out of my way if you okay. have plain bobby pins. All right. Me. What else is on your okay, list? Okay, another thing, and this, I mean, it isn't you know a look for everyone, right? but if you work at Target, it is. Oh. And I think you know this is big news. Apparently. Because Target is now allowing team members to rock denim. Yeah, they've really times. gone. I mean, there was a time when Target was insisted you had well, to be dressed red, up. Well, and it's red and khaki is what. No, they, no, no. But you're talking about two different things. You're talking about corporate or you're talking no, about in I'm the stores? I'm talking about the team members in the stores. Okay. Who have always had to wear red and khaki. Okay, as their so uniform. they no longer have to. They, in the stores, no more khaki. Well, they can if they want, but mm-hmm. they now also have the option of wearing blue jeans. Um, this was big news. The chief stores officer, Jana Potts, uh, followed up after she they posted information that they had a 5.7% same store sales increase in November and December, mm-hmm. and it was time to shake up the dress code. I guess as what? a reward. Yeah. 
as a reward. They now say the team, here's what she said. It was such a great moment to let the team know that not only did we meet the goal, we beat it. They do so much for our guests each and every day. So it's amazing to be able to recognize and celebrate such a special group of people in a way that everyone can get excited about. Now, I guess I wouldn't realize they'd get that excited, but maybe if you work at Target. Well, and yeah. Would you want to have to wear day? khakis and red every day? No, it's I not and the best combo. I think. Well, it's okay. It's but, just and it's and it's so associated with them. Like I don't know what I was. I don't know if it was for myself or what. Like one day I was putting something together and I was like, oh, can't wear this. It looks like Target. Oh, I mean, like I but don't. I it's, think yeah. more than that. I think the idea that they can be comfortable and wear jeans and have yeah, that be a good look. I think look. it looks. I think it kind looks of good. Fresher, yeah. but it'll. But I. But then they'll get into all the like. Can they be ripped jeans? Can they be? Well, yeah. It doesn't say anything about that, so uh-huh. we'll see. But you know, anyway, that was the. Wow. So as a reward. Very yeah. interesting. I mean, I would have rather had a bonus, but you know, I guess. What, what do we know? <laughs> this, is, this is true. But maybe they got that too. Who All knows? right. Well, we will be back with another hour of Shop Girls. We're going to take your questions. So get ready to give us a call. Plus, we've got JLo's Valentine gift, the $50 water bottle and much more still ahead on Shop Girls.